This is episode nine of the Active Inquiry podcast. It is. We are on a we, Gavin and I are on a field trip today. That's right. We've just been to the cinema to see I Daniel Blake, Kev Loach's latest film, and we've literally just come out and uh, we're sitting to, to to talk about it and to reflect on it and to think about it in terms of uh, just the film itself, I suppose, what we thought of it, but also in terms of the relationship, if there is one, to the work that we do in Active Inquiry and to think about that. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's probably worth saying that we are going to talk about the film. Yeah. So if people haven't seen the film. I don't, we, we've literally walked out of the cinema. We haven't um, spoken about it. No. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we probably would both say that people should maybe see this film. Yeah, I think it's a great film. I think it's a really important film to, to go and see um, for lots of different reasons. But I would, I would heartily recommend it. Um, yeah, and so maybe pause this episode until you've seen it. Um, this is going to be up on the iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, normally we're like, please listen to all our episodes. But this one I would probably say, don't listen to um, until you've seen the film. Because, um, yeah, I think important was kind of a word that I was kicking about. Um, so I noticed that we're normally quite chatting. We didn't speak for the first five minutes after that film. It's yeah. quite uh, intense um, intense film maybe yeah it's a very intense film I think uh, you know for those of you that don't know about the film it kind of tells the story of it's really got two main uh, characters protagonists in it there's Daniel Blake from the the, the title who was the a titular Daniel Blake <laughs> yes he was a um, a carpenter who had a, a heart attack and uh, therefore was uh, yeah it was on benefits and it tells his 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 story going through that particular system I won't give too much away but going through that system um, being kind of uh, called unfit for work by his doctor but fit for work by the benefit system and, and uh, what happened there and the other one is uh, a young um, single mother of two children who has been forced to move from London to Newcastle because there isn't a house there wasn't a, a council house available for an London anymore so she's just started kind of a, a life in Newcastle with her two children and all the issues to do with her benefit system the welfare system and sanctions to, to do with her and these two characters kind of find and support each other through their, their their kind of struggles in there really so that that's the film really it tells the story of these two characters and what happens to them. Um, so the thing that jumped out at me yeah. When I, if we're thinking about relating this to the work, because obviously forum theatres are kind of mm. uh, are sort of what we, we tend to do, and this idea around the protagonist. Mm. So so obviously this it's Daniel Blake's our sort of main protagonist, and the idea that we start off with this character who's not necessarily a victim at the start, although they're under some oppression, which is very clear in this film. Mm. Kind of mm. the, the, the film is positioned in a way that makes the state the oppressor and, and Daniel Blake the oppressed. Um, and we can talk about whether how effective that was, um, but none of the characters, at least at the start for me, were victims. They were everyone was trying all the yeah. time in this film. Yeah, absolutely, and fighting. Yeah, and trying different things. Yeah, it did remind me a little bit in terms of not all of it, but I did, was thinking about that probably because I knew we were going to do this afterwards. <laughs> but it was interesting to think about how you know could that could you could you almost make a piece of forum theatre from one or both of the, these protagonists in this film and I think they, they probably have, have got a lot of kind of things around 
about them that are to do with the form theatre protagonists, particularly that that they're not a, that vic, they're not a victim in that in that sense of the word that we use it, and they they are fighting the whole time and trying different things and not just lying down and taking trying different things, but because of wider social systems uh, that they become more get into more and more trouble until the end you know it really kind of eventual defeat um, so in a way yeah in a way it does follow that kind of forum uh, forum theater model I would say in terms of that. and so that then got me thinking and this is maybe you know whether the director's intent or the way it was but so if that was a forum theater play let's maybe even think about some of the specific scenes you would have the scenes in the job center of which there are um, there are quite a few, quite a few yeah. and so you have um, you have a few different job center characters. Yeah. You've got Sheila, who's the more um, she's the more maybe direct one, who's blocking him, really a sort of barrier. And you had um, the name escapes me. I've got my IMDb up, but the name yeah, escapes me. Of the other the other worker, security. Who, so you've got the security, security, you've got the manager, but you also have the other worker who um, is trying to help them. Yeah, but she's blocked in her own yeah. way. Yeah. What I'm wondering is, as I was watching that, I was thinking, okay, if Daniel Blake's the protagonist, uh, Katie as well, but particularly Daniel Blake's the protagonist, what could I do differently? Was Because they were trying. They were trying lots of different strategies. Um, but if I'm the audience and I can take the place of Daniel Blake, um, did that film present a way that I could actually make a difference? Almost felt to me that we were getting to that ending. We probably won't speak about the ending too much. Mm. But, like, were we getting to that ending anyway? Did the director, did Ken Loach, did the, the, the screenwriter present that in a way that actually... Yeah, I think I think in some done. ways it was. Like, that was, in a lot of the ways, an inevitable ending for what the, 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 this piece was, was going to be about. And I think that was, that was chosen in a... So that this wasn't an accident. You know, it wasn't like what happened to this character and these characters in the play wasn't seen as kind of a, a bit of a, a bit of an anomaly just because they, they didn't get on with someone at the job centre. You know, yeah. this was really shown to say that it was almost an inevitable conclusion that this was going to happen within this particular welfare system, welfare system that we have. Um, and so, yes, I think it would be it would be hard to try to to be able to replace. Uh, if we made a piece of forum about this, we would probably need to think about, you know, are there places, are there scenes in which more more things could change or things could happen? But I, I, I would still, think, I do still think that there was, like in that film, like I, I, it was interesting to me because I'd been, re- I'd heard all the all the um, stuff around and all the complaints that were coming from some of the media here when they, when it won the Palm Door, yeah. or some of the right-wing press to say, you know, it was this depressing film about what depressing place <laughs> Britain is and, and all this, and how, and how did that win this, this Palm Door at Cannes. I, I have to say, I didn't, I didn't really find it a depressing film. I mean, I found some of the some of the scenes really quite depressing and down. But it was it was, it was a, a I mean it was times, sad. Yeah. It was very funny at times. There was, was a lot of humour in it. I mean, from right from the beginning of the scene, there was a lot of humour, and there was also some lovely um, relationships and connections. And and so it, it was kind of for me. It was kind of a film that that. I didn't really have any baddies in it. It had like it had these really lovely human connections and people really trying to help each other out. And even when you had these in the job centre, where where it was these, you know, it really felt like you were coming up against some someone that didn't want to help. 
I felt that it wasn't. It was never suggesting that these people were horrible people. It was. It was made a point again and again of, of this is the system. This is the thing that they've got to do and and and, and stick to. And so I, I don't know. I, I kind of got a lot of. I got a lot of um, warmth from the film as well. Even though I suppose it's just. Yeah, I suppose I'm a little bit. I suppose I'm pretty angry, really, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of stoked up that anger again. I suppose that's probably the overriding emotion. I will challenge that with one word: yeah. Ivan. No bad guys in the film. Sorry, Ivan. Ivan. Who was Ivan? Ivan, Ivan was the security guard in the yeah, yeah. the supermarket. But um, yes, okay. I take your point. Yes, I yes. take your point. And in general, that's kind of why yes. I suppose I bring up the idea that people weren't victims. There was, um, you know, these weren't presented as people who were. Um, these people wanted to work. Yeah, desperately wanted to work. And you know, you know, we can. A lot of the right wing media and stuff, looking at this film and looking at the subject matter of this film, we'll talk about you know benefit cheats and, yeah. and people who don't want to work. And I'm yeah. not suggesting there's nobody like that. But these people wanted to work. They wanted to to contribute. He said he was a citizen. He was not outside the system. He didn't consider himself outside the system. And they were blocked every way. It was just barriers. That's just the word that kept popping out. It's blocking. Everything is blocking. And the the idea that, again, if we take the Ivan's character out of it, if we say there's no bad guys, yeah. that's true because, because no one person could have solved that problem for him. Nice. Um, I did have that feeling, and I've had this feeling, you know, um, before in life as well. It's like, it would only take him about three people to have said yes where they said no for for the ending to have been very different. different. I know. Um, and we've all we've all felt that. I mean, I there was a lot of laughs. You said it was funny. There was a lot of laughs in the film when he was on hold. Yeah, um, that was directed beautifully. The way we had to sit on hold we with had to him. be that with him. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. I think it was. Yeah, it was it was difficult because it showed a system that was so inflexible and inhuman. It wasn't about it wasn't about humans relating to each other, but it it was it showed a system in which that was almost tried to be impossible because most a lot of the time it was impossible because there wasn't another human there because you had to you were on hold of a phone or had to uh, listen to a recorded message or do things online. So there wasn't even another human there, um, and then when there was another human there. That, that you you got the sense that they would be so they weren't human because they've been so uh, trained to do to do everything by by the by the book you know and everything had to be done by this and we do know you know from job centres I'm relating it here you know from that not they're not supposed to be able to have targets for sa- targets for sanctions and things but we do know from the leaf job centre was found out that they do they they're actually been given some of the workers have been given targets for the amount of sanctions they've got to try and try and create you know so this is all the stuff that's that that's uh, that's been going on really and that the, you know and i was um, luckily enough not not to have been in the job center very many t- times myself and never having to sign on always there to support other people but um you know some of the stories that were coming coming out there were i could relate to immediately for stories and people that i know particularly with the leaf job center which has not got a very good reputation as being a very friendly job center um i was going to say another really crucial point now yes i know the other point i was <laughs> thinking be crucial of, now yeah, you remember. I don't know if it's that crucial but for me we t- when we're talking about form theater there's always that danger when we're creating a play and we're creating these characters 
that we get stuck in the cul-de-sac, as we, as we say, of these kind of character relationships. Yeah, so we get talking about why these characters don't get on, um, and we might might replace yeah, the character. Yeah, you're in the, you're in the minutia nicer. rather than the, exactly, the and it's very easy to do in foreign theatre to get into that. And and there's always that the, the theory is always you're trying to relate this this story, this personal story, to to the wider, wider. structures. I think that this film does that amazingly because I don't come out necessarily thinking about their relationships of the, of the, of the people, although that, that was a major part of the film. What I'm coming out of now is having more of an awareness and, and the critical thinking around the way that the, the welfare system and the wider political system that affects people's lives that, as you say, just want to work and want to get on with it and want to be happy, you know. And uh, I thought that was really um, cleverly done in the film. So in Forum Theatre, we're kind of looking at, you know, strategies, solutions. A big part of it is that we present this problem, mm. but we kind of um, look at it from the change can happen. Yeah. That we yeah. can modify. I didn't walk away from that film feeling like the message was, we can change this. No. Um, you know, it's been, you know, looking at the media and stuff, it's been called propaganda. Um <laughs> You know, I can see that. I can, well, I can see why that would be an argument someone would say. But propaganda is the idea is that, that, that you're going to affect change, right? Did you walk away from that film thinking, okay, we've seen a problem. Uh, the film is suggesting that we can, we can change it or we can... I think the film, for me, and, and uh, the film is suggesting that... Uh, I think that what the film does, and I think this is what films do, I do do very well, actually, when I think about things like Take One Action Film Festival, or I've seen some films that are like that. What they do, they do do is really present the problem very well and clear, and um, and I suppose give you a little bit of a, I don't know, give you a little bit of a jolt. Bit of anger. A bit yeah. of anger. I mean, and I remember reading a, an, an interview with Ken Loach about this film, and, you know, that was one of the reasons he wanted to make it, is to get people angry about what was going on. So I suppose he, there isn't, in that in that sense of the film, a, a this is what we should do about it, and how we should go about challenging it, what we should do, but it's saying, this is happening, it's happening a lot more than than maybe some people might know about, and we should be getting really angry about it. So I, suppose, I mean, I don't know, but I suppose that's the that's kind of part of why I make that film, to get people angry. I suppose, so then, what do we do about it? That's maybe that's maybe left out of the film in some ways, but that I suppose is up to all of us in various different places to try and try and think about that a little bit more. And, and but you're right, I don't think. That well, there's, was a, there's just the there's just a part of me that's thinking to myself, yeah, I can see that. I can see the anger, you know, uh, as I said, I've read stuff as well where people are saying, okay, what do we do now? This mm. is drive, but there is also a part of me that like that was a David and Goliath story, yeah, where Goliath won where Goliath was presented very, you know, I can't, I can't speak to it whether it was massively accurate, but it felt accurate, felt real, and it felt, it felt big and almost unchallengeable. And I, that concerns me slightly, or, or potentially concerns yeah, me. Yeah, I do think that in some way, but I do think that there was also, there was, all, there was those little cracks in the armour showing in that film. And I know they were very small, but, you know, that it wasn't just one person. They were fighting a bit, and they were shaking things up just a tiny bit and a little bit you know like the, the, the main Example. scene with the graffiti if you like you know yeah. I, mean, I think that was a real I know it was a small thing but I think that was in there because it was it was saying someone not accepting it and started to shake it up and to get other people on board who weren't who weren't kind of accepting that as well 
you know, even at the beginning where he stood up and just said, right, who's who's next here? Right, do you mind not going next and this person going in front of you? Was, so I felt there were little moments in the scene uh-huh. in which that was a little little cracks in the system were shown. Now, yes, it wasn't like they were none of them were fully explored like we might try and do in forum. Um, but I just felt like there were little kind of pressure points almost. Okay, so you didn't walk there. away thinking this was an immovable object. I, I have to say I haven't I haven't done that. I'm not coming away going, Oh my god, you know, this is really easy but I I suppose <laughs> I suppose in the work that I that we've done and the work that we're doing now, I'm hearing some of these stories, not exactly this way, but I'm hearing some of the stories how the welfare system is directly affecting people. You know, we were just doing some work on that uh, Tuesday afternoon in one of the groups. So so you know <laughs> it's I, relevant. I know totally. that this kind of stuff's happening. So but what was interesting here was I was you know you were you were you were part of that because we were Daniel Blake and Kate. You within that film as well, you yeah. know, that, as you've mentioned. But what I also liked about that film was there were some key sequences where we we weren't them. We were just voyeur. The, the camera held back on we were like the food bank scene, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. We were like voyeurs in that scene, you know. And and I felt that for, well for me, how I felt was that the director was challenging us and going like, "You're watching this. You know this is happening." What are you going to do about it? You can't just sit there and watch this this or this this stuff happening. So I don't know. I just felt I feel a bit more of emotions than just this is awful and there's nothing to do about it. But um, yeah, but I suppose that's just what's um, what's what's uh, what's come up for me about about thinking about that and how that is. Um, I want to talk about the uh, thing that I was thinking about as well was just the the style. I mean, obviously it's a Ken Loach film and. It's very, I suppose, I don't know, quite naturalistic, I suppose, in terms of the way that the film film is. And we were talking, you know, before that, you know, last time we go to see film films are often uh, superhero films you know big blockbusters now when you get yeah. a chance so it was yeah. very different you know in terms of just the style of acting and uh, yeah what was happening on, on on screen and everything and I was just I suppose I was reflecting that what we're trying what we've been doing recently in our work in acting inquiries try and move away from naturalism a little bit to try and find other what metaphors and other ways of showing showing uh, showing the problem and what's going on but I don't know I, I it made me think actually just that that beautiful kind of very it almost felt stilted but it wasn't stilted but it was just because you're so not used to hearing natural dialogue in films it was just there was something quite beautiful about it that made me really that made me really connect to the characters yeah absolutely Uh, you know i think i think in some ways film is is sometimes better at that, yes. you know, at that sort of, you can, because you can hang a camera on a face for and there was a lot of close-ups, mm. there was a lot of still moments in that mm. film, in theatres, harder, not impossible, harder mm. to do, um, but it was, it was really, um, it felt, you know, like I, like I say, I wasn't sure if all the situations were real, the characters felt very real, and it sold it, and yeah, just, just, it was, um, it was a very nicely paced film, I thought. Mm. It was very nicely paced, and they were very clever about the way. I mean, just I go back to them hanging on that phone call yeah. with the, you know, the yeah. use time because um, they said it quite a lot, wasting time. Yeah. And there was a lot of felt like wasted time in that film where they yeah, just yeah. they hung on things for longer than I think you would could maybe get away with in theater if you're in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, they true. hung on things. That's true. And they, they, you know, that idea that it was. It was kind of relentless, but it was relentless at a, quite a snail's pace, you know. Like it was like he was always getting something was happening, 
but it was always something that was stalling him and blocking him. So that slow pace for me never felt slow, but it was a relatively long film. How, how long was it? A couple of hours? And, um, you know, no explosions. No, uh, no, not at all. Really just, just dialogue between two or three people at a time in general. It was most of the scenes were that, weren't they? I mean, it, when you think about it, there wasn't any huge, huge big scenes in terms of, in terms of that. But it was just so... I just really found that natural dialogue really refreshing and uh, and very powerful to, to watch and it made quite a, it made quite an impact an impact on me there um yeah so i i don't know i just it's, it's it's made me come away thinking but it's also made me kind of come away going yeah i need to get my need to get my head back in the game about some of this uh, some of this welfare stuff that's that's happening that's becoming normalized now um because one of the one of the big things I thought was really interesting, one line that was, a, was fascinating in that film was where the person from the job centre said, "Would you like me to write you a, a, a reference for a food bank?" Now, what was I remember? I remember this. You know, I don't know when it was. Not long after the Tories came to power, so 2011 or whenever food banks started to really appear, you know, and there was this big kind of. Uh, there was this big kind of thing about you know, them not being they're not being officially connected to the to the state thing. Them being there to help some people out, but we they felt that the state was helping enough people out. Yeah, I remember. I remember Edinburgh Council got into a bit of trouble for for you know recommending food banks to people. You know, just over the phone, just recommending going there because that wasn't. And now it seems to have moved to move to this point where food banks are actually. Accepted part of, and system, part of yes. what this part of what that like system is. So to go and donate your food is not to give something a bit extra to somebody who's maybe struggling a little bit. It's to actually help people to not die um, because we have we live in a, in a in a in a state that can't support them. So it, you know what that raised for me was thinking about. How much we have to connect back to what the what the state should be providing? You know what what is that state that we want to want to live in, and what do we want the state to be providing? I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting that we can talk about that now, but it was just made me think about that again. You know, as, as something that I need to I need to keep on mind. And I suppose by that I mean not just necessarily being against things uh, and being anti things, which of course is important, but uh, you know being what is it? What is what? You know, putting that. Think about that positive message as well. What is it that we want a state that we're living in to be? You know, what is that? What should it be doing to its for its citizens, rather than being being anti what it's what it's doing or what it's not doing? Do you know what I mean? So they got me thinking about that. Um, got me thinking a little bit about that as well and what that what that might be. And in the beginning of the film, the characters were happy to engage with the state. Absolutely, they were happy to. Um, to do their part as they saw it and to, to get what they saw they deserved and, and needed. Yeah. And it was there was a kind of faith element at the start, wasn't there, that they believed this was going to be okay. She had moved up. She believed coming five minutes late for her appointment would be fine. He believed that if the guy who was supposed to be next in the queue gave up a seat in the queue that the people would... And there was a... Yeah, there was a belief at the start. Yeah. And it was, it was sort of... That faith was... 
was eroded. Was eroded. And I think what's what's interesting for me is so we were talking earlier uh, that today there was like a protest at the a demonstration of the Scottish Parliament to do with this film. I was couldn't go there, but that was very much led by um, trade unions and by local anti cuts groups who were really leading that protest, really to call on the Scottish government to to not accept any more welfare welfare reforms from Westminster really challenge any of these welfare reforms to do with this film. But what, what made me what I was thinking about was how much uh, community organisations, and I would have to include us in that, you know, in some ways, um, are so scared about challenging the state now because they're so because of their own existence in, in a way like do you know what I mean the, these characters challenged the state and they really weren't you know became not a lot of good things happened to them because of that in a lot of ways and I think there's a lot of community organizations that are in that like same boat you yeah. know funding's a huge one as well but so it just made me think about how clever it is to to get to to get people in this kind of uh, in this kind of bureaucratic so, so on one hand, there's bu- there's over bureaucracy, which is absolutely ridiculous. With no, you know, so that gets people you know, continually chasing their tails, mixed in with an environment of fear of what of what could happen if something, you know. And that's what well, this is like. This perfect storm that we've got at the moment. So, how do we challenge that? Interesting. So we literally saw the film. We might, you know, next month maybe we could take a couple of minutes to revisit mm. thoughts if we've had some thoughts yeah. about it. Um, but I hope that people listening have seen the film because I think it's very important. Yeah, I, I think, think there's definitely really a conversation film. to be had that it's bringing up. Um, but not in isolation, these things are being talked about anyway. But I think, you know, we obviously believe that art and theatre and film and music and things can, can help. Right? And what can, film can do, and a film like this that pretty much nothing else can do really, is get right out there. I mean, Millions of people could see this film. And <laughs> encouragingly busy in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Going, it was encouragingly busy. It was busy, but you know, loads of people can see this film because it's out and can be it can shown simultaneously. A small piece of foreign theatre that we do can only have a certain impact. This film yeah. could have a huge impact, and I think that is a really important thing. So, if you've seen film. the film, if you have different sort of thoughts yeah. after five minutes of seeing it, then me and Gavin, that'd be amazing to yeah, hear. It would um, be. And so you can comment on the WordPress page on Facebook on iTunes. We should like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, I'm ready for my dinner. So. Yeah, yeah. Check us out on activeinquiry.co.uk. Get in touch. Gavin at activeinquiry.co.uk if you've got anything, any questions or uh, any thoughts about this. And yeah, I think maybe we should uh, go home and think about it a little bit more. And next time, we'll uh, film review for Active Inquiry Podcast will be Doctor Strange, the new Marvel film. Definitely. We'll See go superhero. <laughs> 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 <laughs>